hello. Hello, and welcome to weird intro. Let's take that again. I don't like how stern I sounded. <laughs> sounded mean. Hey guys. Hey, welcome to episode twenty-two of Terrace House Mafia Tokyo twenty nineteen twenty twenty COVID edition. <laughs> we are talking about the episode entitled "The Tip Off," um, and. Do we ever figure out why it's called the tip-off? I think that basketball game with Rio in the middle. Oh. Which is weird because it's not a central point of conversation in the episode. Yeah. But it is pivotal, I guess, in that this overall episode feels like it's about this weird love triangle right, right, that right. is emerging. That I I think we're in complete agreement that it's like there's a thing happening mm-hmm. where we all know, obviously, Hana loves Rio. Um, right. We thought Emika liked... Ruka, but that seems to have completely disappeared. And now there's this weird, I'm not changing my clothes because it's got a JPEG of you dressed like Captain Jack Sparrow on it. I'm going to text you every day (laughs) thing going on between them. Right. Yeah. Such an interesting basis to flirt off of. I I get it, though, a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, we've we've talked a lot off air about that Emika magic. (laughs) It's very real. Yeah. Um, and she's enacting it on Rio. And and the the peanut gallery seems to believe that she's not like, she almost doesn't know she's doing it, is their theory, or that this is her default way of communicating. Right. Um, what do you think of that? Well, she explicitly said, I think that Ryo is the hottest mm-hmm. in the house. So I yeah. think it's intentional that and, she's flirting. And this might be a, there might be some nuance that I'm missing here, but she says, like, Rio is the most my type of any of the guys in the house. And Haruka's like, oh yeah, so you th- he's most your type, but you don't really feel any romantic attraction to him. And she replies, yeah, or something. <laughs> like, she says something like that. She doesn't totally agree. Right. So she might be romantically interested in him. We don't really know. All we know is that she's not changing her clothes. Um, <laughs> and sending him selfies. Do you think... Here's something I wanted to know. Um, at the beginning of the episode, they're cooking that ratatouille. Uh, Rio's dumbass doesn't know what that is. Um... <laughs> And Rio asks Hana, like, hey, do you cook a lot? Because she's cooking this ratatouille. And she's like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, all the time. Right. Do you think she's saying that? Because she's got that insider info from the girls about Rio saying, like, what type of girl he wanted. He wants, like, a stay-at-home cooking and cleaning wifey. Totally. She's just straight pandering. Yeah, probably. Although she does seem like a good cook, regardless. Yeah, that did look good. Yeah. It seems like Rio might be a bad cook the way he fucked up that rice. Yeah. Made it all watery. And he fucked up that omudais. Mmm. Wow, he's he might be the new <laughs> the new Ruka. Um, yeah, why didn't they rag on him? Ruka's a better cook. He is now at this yeah. point in time. Yeah. You might be right. Um, there was that thing that happened with Rio, um, where where Hana asks him like, "Is this a good amount of food?" and and she's like, she quickly stumbles and apologizes, like, "Oh no, I wasn't trying to refer to you by your just your name." Oh, okay. So, dio means, like, amount. Mm. I don't know why it's also a name. It yeah. means something else as a name. But she was worried that it sounded like she was calling his attention, mm-hmm. like, by just yelling his name with no honorifics. Yes. Is that the vibe? The, okay. What is it? It's, like, not surname. It's whatever your name is. They call it yobiste in mm. Japanese. But basically his his first name. Yeah. Equivalent. Yeah. Um, what did you think of... So Pepe's, like, mentor brings him to this meeting with two other really established mangaka. Right. What did you, what was the vibe of that for you? In my notes, I just have the bitch-ass, quote-unquote, mentors. Yeah, we, you and I both <laughs> came away from that scene feeling basically the same way, I think. 
Yeah. It was like passive aggressive. It felt like some bitter olds who were like, you know, no one's really going to understand or like your comic because of your modeling work. People are going to expect one thing from you. I'm like, what? That doesn't... I don't get that argument at all. Fucking boomers. They're pissed that he, like, <laughs> is is turning his Terrace House fame, sort of, yeah. into... And, and even that's not... Even that's underselling what he's done here, because he's a, he's a foreign-born mangaka succeeding in Japan who's put 10 years of work into this. Mm-hmm. I did notice that uh, his, like, editor or mentor or whatever, when he shows the cover of the, the weekly comic thing that, yeah. that Pepe's comic is appearing in, um, it... You, there is like a Terrace House logo on the front cover and it's mm-hmm. just like ciao in Italian. Oh, so they yeah. are banking on the Terrace House thing to like get him readers. But Easily. it's whatever. I mean, that's that's the that's show business, baby. Right. Well, they're probably like, oh, fucking foreigner. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's a huge part of it. He's yeah. he's hot. He's successful in other fields. Yeah. He isn't like some like shut in neat weirdo dude who like has slavishly devoted yeah. his whole life to drawing comic books at the expense of his relationships with like women and his family. Right. He's like a successful guy who's also a good comic artist. And I think my, and maybe, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but my reading of that scene is they resent him right. a little bit. It's salt. It's salt. They're very salty. Yeah. Straight up. Shiro. But yeah. I don't want him to, I'm like, don't get hurt by them. I know. He Stay seemed to, away. he seemed to take it in stride. He didn't seem wounded in that conversation. No, maybe he, he was didn't. just putting on a good face. Another thing I love about that conversation is when it pivots to them talking about his relationship in the house and the mm-hmm. girls he's interested in. He says he has a crush. He he says that he like it's hard for him to pick up on the minute details of in Japanese conversations. Yeah. He's like sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing the subtext or people will say things in a roundabout way that's hard for me. Mm-hmm. And that made me like him more mm-hmm. that he knows that his Japanese is not perfect and he knows, like, what his shortcomings are. I can imagine how difficult it is, though, because, like, communicating with someone is already so hard when you speak the same language. Right. Like, because there's so many nuances where you have to, like, read people. Because they're not, like, just coming out and saying bluntly how they feel. Yeah. Even in English, I don't think people totally do no. that. And then in Japanese, my perception is that that's magnified. Right. That there's even more subterranean intent going on and especially because japanese people aren't the most like expressive like culture Mm. in terms of like romantic feelings so you're saying in that type of communication in particular it's especially tricky yeah no i feel like that'd be really difficult well i think a lot of that kind of gets resolved in the in the final two minutes of this episode and we'll we'll get to that in a second is there anything else um i i guess i just want to before we talk about haruka and pepe um what do you think is going to happen with the Rio, Hana, Emika thing? Like, what's your prediction there? Mm. Not what do you want to happen, but what do you think will happen? I honestly think that Hana will, like, overwhelm him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if Emika will charm him enough where they actually, like, get together. It's hard to say. I mean, he... Or if she even wants to. The impression I'm getting is, like... Like, when she told the t-shirt story in front of everyone at dinner and Pepe was like, oh, Emika, yeah. are you really going to wear that shirt every day? And she's like, yes. He, Rio seemed almost flustered where he was like, that makes me so happy. He said really? something like that, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I do agree with you, though, that I think there's a real likelihood of Hana, like, coming on too strong. Maybe they're, like, already hooking up. 
You think so? Anika and Yo. I could see that. That's possible. Yeah, I could see that. She's They have like so much chemistry. That's that's what I have written here. Yeah. Is like Emika ultimately has better chemistry and better rapport with Rio than Hana does. Yeah. Like as much as we're rooting for Hana and we don't want to see her get heartbroken, the the tension is there between Emika and Rio and not there between Hana and Rio. Yeah. IMO. Yeah, like sexual tension. Yeah, it's palpable. But imagine how easy it is. Like she's sending him pictures of her wearing his shirt, mm-hmm. saying she's going to wear it every day. Like, is that something you do to someone that you haven't hooked up with or at least dating? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I think say. it's possible that that's her way of being flirty. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think that. we can necessarily divine whether anything's happened. Right. But I do like this theory of yours that there's some like behind they, the scenes. I feel like they already which, which, if that's happening, it makes all of Emika's, depending on how long it's been going on, it makes right. all of Emika's actions, like, pretty fucked up. Like, knowing, like, having these conversations with Hana about her crush oh, and, right. like, going to these basketball games together to cheer him on. That's but, true. like, in the back of her mind, she's like, I smashed. I think I'm just triggered because this happened in another season. Right. I, I remember yeah. you telling me about yeah. that. That there's a there's a precedent. Yeah. Um, onto a more wholesome relationship. <laughs> um, the Haruka Pepe situation. I even before they go on their udon date, yeah. my favorite scene of the episode by far, uh, besides seeing the t-shirt where Rio is dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow, which mm-hmm. I gotta keep harping on. It's just the best. Check the thumbnail for this episode if you if you missed it. But in the upper right, it's like a t-shirt with like five pics of Rio, and one of them he is just dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow, like straight up. We should make that shirt, but with your face. With us. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> First piece of Terrace House Mafia merch. Stay tuned. If you guys so are funny. if you would if you would buy that shirt, um, let us know on Twitter at Terrace House Pod. <laughs> we will we will we could make it happen. <laughs> that would be so funny. It would be really funny. A perfect recreation of that shirt. Yeah. Um so the cutest scene and the best scene of the episode for me besides that is um when they're eating dinner and Pepe's like eating some food with his chopsticks and it falls out yeah. and Haruka turns to him and she's like, you uh, you need a fork there, Pepe? It's so funny. It's so funny. It was really cute. The banter. Yeah, good banter. The best banter of the episode, IMO. You know, thankfully for Pepe, Haruka's probably one of the most straightforward fucking women like ever. Mm-hmm. In this house? He was saying like, I can't understand Japanese women, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's like really straightforward. Totally. I yeah. mean, I think that the, the final date between them uh, kind of bears that out. And I, I guess that's the last thing we have to talk about. Um, the episode ends with the big reveal that um, Haruka is... Her words were, I'm thinking about leaving the Terrace house. Yeah. But then she goes on this like speech about everything she's learned and how right. she's become a better person. And that leads me to believe that this isn't just like a something she's contemplating. It feels like she's made up her mind already. Yeah. It would take something big. I for mean, her. she wouldn't announce it if she hasn't like made up her mind. Yeah, I think so too. She felt very reflective uh, about her time. Right. She's ended it on a good note though, because at first I was kind of like, we used to hate her. Yeah, because she was fighting with uh, Risako. Yeah. And backstabbing her kind of. Mm-hmm. But she's actually been like really motherly to like. Yeah, uh, I almost, like, do you think then that it's possible that, because we always talk about the editing on this show and right. how it affects our perception of the characters, is there a possibility that when they found out that she was leaving this episode and that her leaving had something to do with her perception as a villain, as a, a dark a dark hero, yeah. as, as Yamachan put it, um, this episode, they included a scene where she's incredibly motherly and sweet to Ruka 
And they included a scene of her just being reflective on her time in the house. It just feels like... She's always been motherly to Luca, though. That's true. That's true. It felt... just, she was also just a con. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe they felt... I just wonder if in the editing room they were like, okay, let's end this on a, on a positive note for her. Do you think there's any chance she doesn't leave? If things go incredibly well with her and Pepe, is there any way that she's like, never mind, I'm staying here with my BF? Or do they both leave? The pattern on this show, though, is like once you're a solid couple, you kind of dip. Yeah. Because there's nothing more, really. Totally. Um, so she's probably actually leaving. True. Um, Pepe might leave, too, then. I hope not. I really have grown to love him as of this episode. I know. So there's that final moment. She announces she's leaving. They go on their cute little lake date mm-hmm. and he asks her point blank he's like if you're really gonna go i want to take you on like one nice fancy legitimate cocktail italian date italian style date i'm actually excited to see that me too they're gonna dress up yeah she seemed absolutely i mean the two big emotions from the final five minutes of this episode the moment where she says she's thinking about leaving i think pepe looks fucking devastated yeah that shot of him mm-hmm. he just can't hide the the bummedness on his face. It was like a somber room too. Like the lighting <laughs> was like this natural, like gloomy light. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it felt like kind of a a good place to go for if you're breaking up with someone. I know. Um, and then I I think his sadness in that moment was only matched by Haruka's happiness when she's like when. She's like, oh, we're going to all dress up all fancy? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you can tell she's been like fantasizing about someone taking her on a nice date where they don't talk about Pokemon. Finally. Um, (laughs) And I think we're going to get that. So no matter what happens, I'm I'm pumped to see what's next. Yeah, they were like giddy. It was cute. They were. Um, Last but not least, um, we've been, for the past two episodes, we've been talking about the the Twitter account on the show for one or two episodes now. It's uh, twitter.com. Slash Terrace House Pod, and I put out the call for people to share who their favorite characters are and why. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy says Pepe is the best. Let me. I'll just despite being white, Pepper is the best. <laughs> he brought some energy from the boring first set of people. He does. I agree. Although in, I, maybe I'm retconning this in my mind, but I feel like Hana is is the person who that's true can be the most credited for for. At least out of the the, the, the the girls on the cast for spicing things up. But he was the first non-boring. Yeah, totally, totally. It took me a while to come around on him. I, I get that instinct, but... But he is too busy working to really shift things in the house. Totally. Like, Hana... I mean, there's a scene in this episode that we just watched, episode 22, where, uh, where Emika and Haruka are standing around in the kitchen talking about how they feel about Ryo. And it feels like this very frank, candid conversation about their feelings that they wouldn't have had... Uh, before Hana came on board. Yeah. Hana really opened things up conversationally. That's true. Well, the girls getting along actually changes so much. Hmm. Ernesto Hernandez says, uh, Hana is my favorite. She is insanely adorable and brought a much needed energy and change in dynamic to the house. Yeah. Totally on the, on the same page there. But I think Pepe is the, the most popular answer out of all these replies. I appreciate people not trying to not spoil stuff. Yeah. Um, Jessapino says pepe he brought a different dynamic to the house with his humor and experience i you know i totally i I said it to you during this episode like i really have grown to love pepe like i i was resistant to having a non-japanese person in the house to to be totally honest at first but like seeing these scenes where he talks about um 
like the mangaka scene, as painful as it was, was also really enlightening. Mm-hmm. Seeing a, a yeah. relatively fluent in Japanese, like, white person talk about the things that are hard for them. Yeah. That's not something you'd get from any other season of Terrace House. Yeah. He's and a really unique breed of person. Here's an interesting one from Nick J. Um, okay, I'm not trying to spoil anything for you guys, but probably Ruka because of his journey and growth. I can't wait for you guys to see his progression. But I love Pepe too because of his dedication to his craft. Wait, Ruka progresses more? I uh, Seemingly. Wow. That's that's exciting. And I think that was a good way of putting it because it didn't actually spoil anything. Yeah. It just it just baited us with a little bit of something to look forward Aww, to. Oh, Luca. Um <laughs> so pumped about this show. Cute. Um well sick. On that note, I think that'll that'll do it for, for this installment of, of Terrace House Mafia. Um if you've been enjoying the show and you have friends who watch Terrace House, please give them a link to our podcast. Um and please send us your questions. I think we're gonna we've reached the point where we officially want y'all to send in questions to yeah. us. Whatever form that might take. If it's about what we think of a certain character or a certain dynamic or something Japan-related, um, any of those are welcome. We, we would love to, to hear from y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But but in the meantime, thank y'all for, for listening, and we'll do this again. Bye. That was fun. It was a good 20 minutes.